0: So, I am going to set the scene for you right now. So, I am actually sitting in my car um, at an appointment for one of my children. And it's a little bit after 8 o'clock in the morning. And I started thinking, am I doing a good job? Am I raising good humans the way that in my mind I think I am um I don't know sometimes external influences can say things that kind of well not kind of but that actually cut deep and it makes you doubt yourself as a mom as a parent or it opens up like this vault of things that you were already filling and you pushed down inside yourself and you were wondering anyway um so yeah so i listen to other moms and hear their stories and i mean obviously i have my own personal story I went from being a single mother to a married mother with a great husband um, and partner. But then it comes down to, am I doing enough as a mom? And the women that I talk to often have the same question. Are we doing enough? Are we being present with our children? Are we setting them up with the tools that they need to get through life after they leave our household are we raising the humans that we want to be um giving back to society and community and then all that comes down to mom guilt in the last year for sure i mean i don't know about you as a listener to this podcast but I've had times of guilt of things that obviously you know none of us can control and that's the pandemic and it's been at the time of this recording it's like the one year anniversary of when our lives changed and um, yeah we kind of pulled our kids out of school suddenly and that was probably the last time a lot of our children seen their friends there was not a spring break there was not a summer vacation there was not a lot of things and we kind of forced new things onto our children and ourselves but as a mom you know you want to put your kids first and you feel guilty that now you've taken part of their life away from them and obviously it's for a good reason you know I mean the virus is not something to be played with there's health concerns there's all kinds of things but that's not really the point of what I'm talking about my point right now is and I'm sorry if I'm going on a tangent is that feeling of guilt that you wish you could do something to change the circumstances so I talked to a mom friend before and this was last year and it stuck with me um as a single mom you may have still had to go work full time and you have a child who could no longer go to school in person. And so therefore, you had to make either a sacrifice of, do I quit my job so my child can continue to get education? Or do I take that risk of sending my child to a school that is open, but then if they get sick, I still have to come back home and take care of them. And I'm a single mother, so what do I do? Or as a a married mother who worked outside of the home full-time, it becomes, well, which one of us has to stay home? Which one of us has to either give up something or make more sacrifices? And nine times out of ten, moms are the ones making that sacrifice. And then there also becomes the scenarios of I want to do something for myself, but then my children need something too. Then there becomes the issue of okay. We're struggling here, but if I go and try to help myself with the struggles, what about my children and their struggles? So that just takes me back to like when you fly on an airplane and they say, put your oxygen mask on before you help someone else. But why is it as a mom, we feel guilty about putting on our own oxygen mask before putting on our children's oxygen mask? Why? Why do we hold on to the guilt and shame of wanting something for ourselves or looking out for us rather than the kids welcome to mama's morning cup podcast on this podcast hang out with quinn and guests who are also fellow mamas who will bring candid conversations covering the five pillars of inspiration family health career and books mama, we need to fill up our cups while juggling careers, our dreams, and a family. Mama's Morning Cup is a weekly podcast just for you to set your week up with intentional stories, joy, laughter, and a moment to yourself. My name is Quinn Minier and I'm the host of Mama's Morning Cup. I am a mama of a thousand kids that love to encourage and inspire fellow mamas and fill their cups with intention. You can find me most days wearing leggings and reading a good book. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to remind you that you are not alone in this journey we call motherhood. Go behind the scenes of my chaotic household that should be a reality show, my opinions and views of this world, and hear from other women who will inspire us through stories of inspiration, Family, career, and their health journeys. This is Mama's Morning Cup. Are we sabotaging our own growth? As a mother, we often put our family's needs ahead of our own. We take on guilt if we do something for ourselves. We think about if we are taking away from our kids, our spouse, or someone else. In previous episodes, I have talked about shifting our mindset and goal planning, developing a morning routine, asking for help, etc. But what about sabotaging our own growth? And limiting ourselves. In this episode, I want to set the foundation for putting our needs first and setting ourselves up for optimum wellness. When you travel on a plane, what does the attendant tell you? Put on your own oxygen mask before assisting others. I'm here to tell you that we can carry this mentality off of the plane. It's hard to think we can put our needs ahead of others. I do get that. But filling our own cup means we have to do just that. Fill our cup with our needs and be the best version of ourselves before we can be the best mother, wife, girlfriend, co-worker, student, etc. To do this, let's think about why we don't want to put ourselves first. Who said we can't? External factors may say we should live for our children and everything we do should be for their benefit. Have you ever felt guilt for working while your children were young? Or guilt because you wanted to go on a girl's trip but the kids had to stay behind? We are all fully whole people right now, incomplete. But there is always room for growth. The first step is to find balance or lack of balance. In order to find the balance in our lives, we have to clear and eliminate the areas of our lives we are tolerating. This can include unorganization of our homes, which can actually keep our minds unorganized. People in our current relationships that are not adding value to our lives in a positive way working at a job that is not fulfilling our needs and wants. Perhaps this is a role you want to develop or wish to climb the ladder of success at work and get a promotion, but you haven't applied for the position yet and are tolerating working beneath what you know you are capable of doing. When I work with clients, I am ultimately helping them reach their optimum level of wellness. What wellness means is Conscious awareness of self-directing and evolving to your fullest potential. As a mother, you don't have to stop growing and reaching your full potential. It's the exact opposite of this. Once you are at your full potential, then you are bringing your family along with you. If your children see you go after a goal or a life dream and are happy, healthy, and overall well, they will see a person who is a go-getter and living in their truth. This will, in turn, give your children the permission to be just like you, living up to their full potential by eliminating the areas that they are just tolerating. Wellness isn't one-dimensional. It's actually multi-dimensional, and it covers the areas of lifestyle, physical, spiritual, and mental well-being. If you are not trying to grow in these areas, then you are self-sabotaging. There is absolutely no reason not to want to develop in one of these areas. Even if you are focused on one area at a time, which I suggest, you are growing and evolving as a woman and as a person. What I want for you and for myself is to make the choice of reaching optimum wellness Here are a couple of ways you can do this starting right now. Give yourself this week, so seven days, and really dive deep into evaluating your life as it is right now. In order to do this, make a list of things you are currently tolerating in your life. Now, these things are not things that are making you happy and healthy, but more of what are the things you feel you should do rather than what you want to do because you feel guilty not doing them. Are you comfortable with tolerating these things or do you want to eliminate and get rid of the fear holding you back? Two, who are the five people closest to you or in your circle of influence? Are they making you better as a person or developing your social life, lifestyle, And improving your mental health in some way? Bottom line, are they helping you grow as a person? If they aren't helping you grow, are you willing to cut them from your life? Or change the dynamic of your relationship? No, I'm not saying cut everybody. Don't go cutting everyone off. But create a support system with them. Three, is your job sucking the life out of you? Or do you enjoy it? But what to climb the ladder at your job? What are you doing to make that step? What are you going to do? Maybe you are just content. And if you are, that's awesome. Now I know I'm speaking to someone here. Let the church say amen. Have you ever completed a survey of how balanced your life really is? If you have, was the will of life able to roll meaning was everything aligned and if it was an actual will could you roll it down the street let's imagine your kids are all grown up and out of the house what would you be doing with your life then would you still be working at your job would you be retired and living in a condo in florida what would your life look like if you didn't have to take care of your children day in and day out? Have you ever thought about this? I have. I am setting myself up right now for when that day comes. I am making sure I am setting the foundation of what I want my life to look like. I will be 50 years old when my youngest child graduates high school. In other words, too young to sit around wondering, what will I do with my life now that it's not dependent on these children? If I am blessed to see the age of 90, that means I have 40 more years after my youngest is out discovering his own life to have something in place so that my finances, spirituality, physical health, mental health, and lifestyle are all aligned with what I want without feeling guilty about it. My will will be able to roll. Of course, my husband will be around, God willing, and my children may have children of their own, but that is not what I want my life to circle around. I live for me too, and so do you. What do you dream of? Who do you want to become? Hopefully, we will all be moving our bodies as much as we physically can. We will all be having fun with our friends, taking solo trips to see the world, and doing things that align with our dreams and not someone else's. We are putting that oxygen mask on. Now, I'm going to leave you with this thought. The journey into self love and self acceptance must begin with self examination. Until you take the journey of self reflection, it is almost impossible to grow or learn in life. Ian Van Zant until today. All right, ladies. I am coming today in this episode with some tough love because I'm seeing it too often that we allow mom guilt getting our way of discovering who we are and who we were meant to be. So I want you to take what I am saying in this episode and really dive deep into what you want out of life. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Mama's Morning Cup. I would love to hear more from you on the topics you want to hear. Head to MMC podcast link in the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. See you all next time.